Hello, everyone, and welcome to a uh, the 10th episode, I want to say. I think it's the 10th. Welcome to the 10th episode of Coast to Coast Wavy, Wavy Feats, and I am your host, Q, a.k.a. Captain Wavy. Um, and tonight's episode, we've got a we got a very, very special guest here with us tonight. Um, some of you guys may remember her from the a few years ago um she she was pretty high up there as far, far as far as the following following count as far, far as one of the models on instagram and uh she took a hiatus um and she showed back up here recently and i honestly didn't remember who she was till she told me because she went by many names uh but uh most people may remember her as miss becca uh um, right now, she she goes by Miss um, um, Wrinkles, I believe. Um, and uh, right now, I would like to welcome uh, Becca to the show. So how are you doing, Becca? I'm doing good. How are you, Q? I'm doing pretty fine myself. Um, just trying to get over all these fireworks that's popping off around me. Uh, it's causing my dogs to go uh, uh, crazy. A little I bit too crazy. Understand if you will. that. <laughs> so, do you are you do you live in a neighborhood where everyone decided to go uh, forth uh, a little early? <laughs> oh yeah, it's been going on for about a month, and it drives me absolutely crazy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, tell me. I mean, I mean, I remember being a kid once, and um, actually uh, couldn't, and being able to. Uh, be so excited about fireworks and wanting to beg my mom and dad, you know, like, hey, let's uh, let's go pop fireworks. They're like, no, you're not popping them till the 4th of July while the entire neighborhood pops them a whole week early. And <laughs> it used to make me so mad. I feel and like now, that's with every holiday these days, though. Everything's earlier. Yeah, it is. And now, I mean, it's funny you say that because now we're right now we're in July and you know how some people like the label July is like Christmas in July. Oh my so, God. <laughs> <laughs> no. So there, there's people who, who literally like to celebrate Christmas a little bit too early in the year, but you know, Hey, whatever floats their boat is their, their thing, I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, my family's Filipino. I'm actually half. And, uh, a funny thing about that is Christmas in our culture uh, starts in the Burr months. So oh, okay. We technically start celebrating Christmas in September. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. So, that, you know, now, now you say that, I've got a bunch of friends I grew up with that's also uh, Latino. And, not Latino, um, Filipino. Filipino, Filipino. Okay. Okay. That, 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 you know, I can kind of see that in you a little bit. I can definitely see that in you a little bit now, now that I think about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually mixed. So my mom um, is from the Philippines and my father is um, retired military. So okay. I'm mixed, but I identify now as Filipino. Okay. Okay. I can respect that. <laughs> um, with you, with you being uh, Filipino, um, are you a Manny Pacquiao fan? 
Um, you know, I'm more Americanized, so okay. I don't really watch the boxing stuff, but okay. it, it would be blasphemy if I said no. So uh, 100% yeah. Okay, y'all heard it from her. Y'all heard it from her. She, she's saying she's, she's a Pacquiao fan. <laughs> well, let's get on to uh, um, my, one of my favorite things I like to do at the beginning of the show is I like to dive into the origin story of what be what made you become a foot model like what was your what was your 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 background story to why you started uh doing foot modeling uh years ago uh up until uh coming about this resurgence of uh of coming back on to becoming a foot model again it's not like it, to me anyways it's not like you actually lost the ability or the talent to um to do what you did before it's like you just you hop back on the bike and picked up where you left off so <laughs> so what what's uh like so what's your origin story behind that what what was your motivation and what got you started um so this is totally going to date me <laughs> but um back in 2013 I think that's when Instagram really started taking off and yeah um I was in college back then. And I remember I was trying to figure out how Instagram worked and what hashtags were. Yeah. And um, I was at my parents' house helping them garden and I was watering the strawberry beds. And I looked down and I saw that my toes were red and the strawberries were red. And I decided to take a picture of my feet amongst the strawberries and with the rusted wagon that was sitting on the wood pile and post them to my Instagram. And yeah. naturally, um, they were pictures of my feet. So I was like, oh, you know, I'll just use a hashtag that says feet because, you know, that's what I'm looking at in the photo. So, you know, that's how hashtags work. So I'll tag my feet. Um, and that's exactly what I did. And I didn't think anything of it. I went about my day. Um, at the time, it was my personal Instagram, and the name of it was uh, If Fish Could Fly, because, you know, I like fish and mermaids. <laughs> so We'll get into that topic yeah. later. <laughs> so um, I posted it, and I didn't check my Instagram till later that night. And when I got on my Instagram, there were like 300 extra followers and I had tons of comments asking me like, hey, uh, can you post more pics? And I had a bunch of messages and I was like, what is going on? Yeah. Um, I've always been open to the fetish stuff. Uh, it's never been an issue for me. Uh, when I was in high school, I dated an older guy and he was into bondage. So... That was kind of my gateway for it. So when people started saying, yeah, uh, these photos are awesome for us. I have a foot fetish. I was like, huh, okay, it's a thing. So uh, I went ahead and I quit posting normal, uh, well, not that foot fetish is not normal, but like average day content on my Instagram. Yeah. I just started posting more photos of my feet. And after about a week, I started getting inquiries asking, hey, do you sell photo sets? Do you do Skype shows? And I said, no, what are you talking about? And they said, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah is right. Um, and this was <laughs> back before making money off of it was a huge, huge thing. So I was totally shocked when people were willing to pay 
for foot photos. And, you know, when you're in college, you're broke. (laughs) Exactly. I totally needed the money because I was commuting seven or not seven days a week. I was commuting Monday through Friday. So I needed gas money. I needed three meals a day and textbooks are expensive. So I just jumped in two feet, pun intended. And uh, (laughs) I never looked back. Um, So fast forward, I think a couple of years, I was active from 2013 till I think early, no, late 2017. And, you know, I just kept building my following. I left once because I received some harassment on my original account, which was Miss Wrinkles. So I took, I think, about a four-month break, and then I came back as Miss Undefeated because I didn't want to have the same name. Because exactly. Because people that were very stalkerish and obsessive, and it scared me. Because, you know, I was a young 20-something, and I'm paranoid. <laughs> and yeah. um, so I came back under Miss Undefeated, which is... Or was it Goddess Gravy? I'm not sure which one it was. I've had three accounts. But Miss Undefeated was the one that was the most popular and where I developed my sense of self in the foot community and where I got the most uh, followers, which, if I remember correctly, I ended at 36K. And I wow. never addressed to people why I really left Um, because I only sent out a private message to the other models and other foot guys that I talk to daily about why. Um, So the whole reason why I left was uh, most people know I was pregnant in uh, late 2016, um, and I wanted to devote time to my family. I'm really big on family. So I wanted to devote time to being a first time mom and really uh, get to understand what that's like and enjoy the experience. Oh, so that's why I left for a little while. And uh, I did come back and post a little content because I was looking through some of my older photos and I can see some stuff in it that indicates that I had had the baby. Uh, But then I decided that it was too time consuming and said that I was leaving for good, which obviously three years later is, is it three years? Two years later is not the truth because I'm back. Um, Exactly. Yeah. So part of the reason why I came back is I never really stopped selling content. Um, I maintained a couple of my friendships and, uh, clientele throughout the years and uh, they've helped me a lot with a lot of big life changes and they've always been there for me and so one of them asked me a couple days ago he was like are you ever going to come back and I said you know I've been thinking about it Uh, my husband really needs some help and I'm really tired of taking nice photos of my feet and having nowhere to share them Uh, because exactly (laughs) even though it did kind of start out with me for the money because of how I was discovered. I didn't even know money was a thing for it back then. So for me, it's always been about providing good quality content and just, you know, enjoying the validation of people enjoying said content. 
um, money is that's just awesome. bonus. So that's, that's awesome. my origin so- story, so to speak. See, now that's awesome because, you know, I've, I've talked about it all the time and all, all of the show, all the episodes I've actually done with uh, uh, a lot of great respectful models just like yourself. And you said when, when you told me the other day when we got to talking and we and I got to know each other a little bit better, uh, when you told me that your name was Miss Undefeated, I was thinking to myself, yeah, now I remember her. <laughs> it was like. I remember her because you did have a massive following back then at that time period. Yeah, um, and, and most keep it, of the girls that stuck around now, um, they're in the hundreds of thousands of followers, which I found absolutely shocking when I came back. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's amazing. There's a few. Uh, there's a few other ones that actually left um, after. Um, I want to say left during the time you had you were gone. Uh, which I mean, there's one in particular I'm hoping that comes back. Um, and you may remember her. She used to always have this hashtag that says "Squishy Bastards," and she would always uh, I forgot what her name was, but she's from California. But anyway, that's one of the ones I was hoping that come back. And it's nice to see someone like yourself come back. Now, um, just like you said before, take us to that that time period in that and during the. I want to say, I don't want to call it the golden years of Instagram. Well, I'm going to call it the golden years of Instagram <laughs> because at that time period, you can basically post as many foot pictures as you wanted to. And, and uh, you didn't have to worry about the fear of being deleted. You didn't have to worry about the fear of being banned or being shadow banned. It was pretty much a very, very happy foot community at that that time period and I remember that like it was yesterday and nowadays you've got to worry about you know is my ass showing in this this picture because if it is that's gonna that's gonna cause a recipe for disaster and how Instagram basically monitors everything you post and they see this or that they'll instantly yank it away um personally I haven't had that happen to me I know a few models that has happened to um but um I will say for a fact I've been shadow banned a few times, and that's never a really good feeling. Um, but uh, yeah, so take us back to that that time period. How were things then compared to how things are now? Are they harder now compared to how it was then, or is it kind of similar? Or is there any big differences with the with the Instagram so, foot community now? There are a couple of things I noticed right off the bat. So the very first thing um, that I noticed was that, and I don't want to get hate for saying this, but a lot of the girls can be territorial about um, the foot fetish community, which back then, most of the models, we did collaborations together all the time. And it was so much fun. I remember Lacey's feet, uh, you might know her as Maple Feet, that's her account now, um, and Jen, yes. Jen, I can't, I think it was Jen's Pretty Feet, I don't remember her exact thing, her, um, uh, the original Fairy Feet, her name was Tink, God rest her soul. Yes, um, I remember Tink. Yeah, her, Hi. um. Jenna Carter's feet. 
uh, we did a collaboration where we actually all bought the same socks or we would mail each other things like pen pals all the time. And then we would take collaborative photo collages with them. And it was so much fun and I miss it a lot. Um, but you don't see that anymore on the Instagram page. A lot of the newer girls, they don't want to work together. They don't want to offer any advice, um, which is really sad because the foot fetish community, there's plenty to go around, plenty to go around. There's absolutely it really is. no reason that um, there needs to be that greed because each, and I've always said this since the early days of 2013, each foot model has a unique personality, um, has a unique style that is only her and you're going to have specific guys and even girls because there are girls with foot fetishes too that really love you for being you and if you continue to push out content as being you the people will come exactly so you don't have to worry about someone stealing um your clientele good clientele will pick a model and stay with her if you build a relationship with them. Um, so that's something that a lot of the newer girls um, don't understand. And I'm not sure if it has to do with, you know, just being new or if the community has changed a lot, but that's one thing I've noticed. Well, I will tell you basically everything you said is spot on is what I've been preaching um, on my podcast for like the past eight episode, eight or nine episodes. And, um, and I've always said in every, every model I've actually brought onto the show, they definitely agree with me that, you know, if you're first, if you're starting out, you know, you, you definitely like, that's the, I want to say that's probably the funnest part. If I, if I was a football being, a, if I was a woman, being a I would think it would be fun to be creative with it because your creativity sets you apart. It's just like you said, everyone, every foot model has a different DNA set that really separates them from the the other girls. Every girl is different. It's not until you join on the, to the foot community that you start spouting off about how much money that you want and saying you want pay pigs and, all of that yada yada, you know, and, and I have t I've told even some a few newbies that's come across in my DMs, like they're just basically saying, hey, shout me, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, I'll go and look to see if they're following me first. And then if they're not following me, it's kind of like, you know, why should I shout you and you're not following me? You know, that's just, you know, you're you're craving for attention, but you're not one to take the time to get to know a, a few other people in the community. And, you know, and I think that's what it's really boiled down to, Becca, is that I think that a lot of the, the foot models now versus where in the beginning it was all about fun and being creative to where now it's become more, more or less like money or kind of like a job, if you will. And I live with this motive that once you enjoy doing something, and then it becomes a job. It doesn't. It doesn't become fun anymore. You know, um, I, I'm a firm believer in that. If you enjoy doing something, you should keep doing it. And you know, and I tell, 
and I tell a few people, I tell models all the time, you know, like, hey, uh, um, you should have fun with this first. Don't think about the money. The money comes later. Um, the more you have fun with it, the more people will love you and the more followers that'll come and support you. Uh, but uh, I've been saying that for the longest, so I agree with you 100%. It, that that's one of the biggest changes that's happened so far. Yeah. And, you know, along those lines, the other big change I noticed was with the exclusive site with OnlyFans. Yes. Um, that, so in order to stay relevant, I'm going to have to do the same thing, which kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but um, that being said, exclusive content was not a thing back then. Um, exactly. People would message you for customs or for custom videos and, you know, you would make them for them. And if you planned on reselling the material later, you would let them know. Um, but there wasn't really a dedicated platform other than clips for sale, which was really known more for porn. And exactly. Back, and back then, um, the foot community wasn't about nudity it was about feet. And yeah. I feel like that's one of the biggest changes content-wise um, with the foot fetish community is that it's not just about feet anymore. It's about the whole package. And um, back then, I was a young 20-something in college, and I was not about sharing anything other than my feet. And when people would... Uh, um, DM me and use more explicit language, it would make me super duper uncomfortable. Um, yeah. And uh, models back then were known to block men for sending uh, dick pics, for even talking about their dick, like stuff like that. Was pretty oh, cool. they still do it. That's one thing that still stayed relevant. <laughs> Is still it? Do I, haven't, it. I haven't seen it uh, yet. But I know that me personally, now that I'm 27, um, my view on the whole thing has changed. But also, yeah. after you have kids, you have no more shame. <laughs> so um, it doesn't really bother me anymore when men message me uh, with more explicit language. Now, I haven't got any dick pics yet, knock on wood. <laughs> <laughs> that would still piss me off. But, um, it's, it's, it's changed. Uh, but back then people would ask me for nudes and it would piss me off and they would get plopped. Um, now if people do that, I'm more like, sorry, I don't offer those services. Um, but I don't block them because I think now girls associate, well, not girls, but I think what's happened is more people started offering nudes to make more money because they realized they could charge more if they got naked. So then guys expect more. So yeah. it snowballs. And now here we are, which yeah. is fine, but it's just very different from back then. And, you know, that requires updating. So when I go ahead and create my OnlyFans, um, it's definitely going to be different from the content that I offered back then. There is going to be more, I guess you could say, explicit content, but I still won't do the naked thing. 
not my cup of tea. Gotcha. <laughs> they, more, hey. power, more power to those women who are comfortable sh- uh, sharing their goods because exactly. I just, I'm not. Exactly. Um, but that's and, definitely changed. And, and, and see, I will tell you, like, um, uh, right now, um, I would say right now, the, the Instagram right now, it's, uh, there's, it, it's like a love-hate relationship with Instagram now versus where in the beginning it was all love. Now it's kind of a mixture of both because you don't know whether or not if Instagram is going to target you or, um, or if they're just going to flat out just delete you. The same thing can be said, and I'm, I'm telling you this mainly because just of, of a few things that's actually recently happened with OnlyFans. Now, a lot of the um, the big timers that's on OnlyFans, in the foot community anyway, they're in the process of migrating from OnlyFans because there's been a few foot pages on OnlyFans now that just got deleted without any reason nor calls, um, and was told that they were told that they were going to get their money back. They were going to get their money that they made on that last day uh, to their bank accounts, but only that they can't access their account anymore. So everyone's been flocking to now. They're going to AVN, AVN stars now. That, I, I believe that's going to be the new um, platform as far as for exclusive material. Now, if you still want to do OnlyFans, that's fine as well, but Right now, it's kind of like, and, and I hate it so much because um, right now in Twitterverse, um, and I'm not big in Twitter, and I absolutely hate it, and I've said that plenty of times too, but uh, on Twitterverse, everyone is, uh, that's in the foot community is pretty much saying, you know, normalize foot fetish. Don't make it, uh, you know, a target. There's nothing explicit about it unless said person makes it explicit. Um, but... Um, but yeah, things have definitely changed. Um, I just, you know, I, I worry for myself because even though I'm not a model, I am a photographer. So I post my work and I work pretty hard at it. And I, 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 I'm not going to lie to you. I'd be kind of devastated, just like a few other people that would be de- devastated if they got deleted. And I just wouldn't know how to react to that because it's much harder for a person like myself in the foot community to get recognition and things that nature did versus per se, maybe a model. Um, but uh, it is it, it, very, very difficult for myself. And, you know, um, and, you know, I can't always provide content on the fly. It's not like I take my phone and I just take pictures of my feed and post it all the time. I don't have endless content. So for the followers that I do have, I'm very grateful for it. Um, but, uh, if I, if I ever got targeted, I, I would, I would be pretty devastated because I don't post explicit material. I don't shoot nude models. Um, and me personally, from all the customs I've ever bought in my 15 years of being on, uh, the interwebs and the foot community, I've never asked any of, uh, any of the women I contacted about going nude. Um, because to me, <clears throat> They'll tell you if they offer it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they do. They do. But, you know, I I politely, you know, I politely decline it. You know, I just want a simple soul show. Um, That's just me. I'm a soul guy. Uh, So it's kind of like, you know, I just want you to focus on the souls. And this is what I want to see. This is what I want to hear you say, blah, blah, blah. I don't want any nudity. 
Uh, but that that's just me. That may not be everyone else's cup of tea, but that's just me. <laughs> and exactly. Everybody prefers something different. So there's nothing wrong with it. No. It, it's just it's just different from how it used to be, which it, is interesting. So, um, Becca, there's a question I want to ask you. So um, what would you consider, even though you've gone by endless uh, soul names, which my favorite is Miss Wrinkles. Um, but um, what would you say is your best asset about your feet? What, what's one thing you absolutely love about your feet? They're symmetrical. Ah. You know, um, there's, I forget what it's from, but uh, there's this thing about beauty where the face fits in, a, your features fit in a triangle and having like, symmetry and symmetry is viewed as more beautiful so my favorite thing about my feet is that all my toes are pretty much the same on both feet they line up evenly they're straight um it's symmetrical so when i take photos of them there's really not necessarily a bad angle um yeah and it makes it much much easier to provide good quality content um so yeah i know that's a weird thing to say but i really like that my feet look the same <laughs> no that's not a hard thing to say that's like, that's different that's why i was like ah i've never heard this answer before. this is interesting i gotta hear this explanation <laughs> it's a thing i promise you google beauty symmetry it is a hundred percent a thing Wow. I'm going to look it up after the show. I, I'm definitely going to look it up now. Um, I would I, I, I would have honestly thought you probably would have said maybe your souls or anything like that. But you actually said, you know, your symmetry. I like that. That's different. So, That's <laughs> so th- it's a funny thing you say that. So actually, the reason so I told you that my first account's name was a pro- was my personal account and its name was if fish could fly. Yes. When I made Miss Wrinkles my first ever official fetish account, the reason why I called it Miss Wrinkles, and I don't remember who it was, but some guy said to me, I really like the soles of your feet. Your wrinkles look great. They should call you Miss Wrinkles. And yeah. this was one of the very first gentlemen that messaged me about selling content and stuff, and he was helping me get set up and started and that was the name that I set up and he tried to kind of like manage me so we parted ways and um he wrote an email for me like took the name for the actual email so that's why my Miss Wrinkles email has two s's instead of gotcha fun okay but um anyway that's how I ended up with the name Miss Wrinkles it was a fan name that someone gave me when I deleted that account, the next account I made was Goddess Gravy because I'm weird and I like alliteration. So the two G's in a row just sounded great. So I made that. It didn't stay up long. It got deleted because people were assholes. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then <laughs> um, the next one I made, it, uh, made was Miss Undefeated. And I spelled it U-N-D on f-e-e-t-e-d sorry you have to excuse me it's late no, fine. It's <laughs> so fine. I, I spelled it like a pun because 
I'm super duper into puns. It's kind of my thing. Uh, yeah. So it was my favorite um, tag, hands down, my favorite account, the one I poured the most love into. Um, so it's not actually my souls that are my favorite thing that gave me that name. It was actually a fan that named me that. And I went back to that name because it was my original tag. And I feel like if an original model is going to come back, she should use her original tag. So yeah, I like that. That's why I picked the name again. So it's kind of like you going back full, coming back full, full circle again. In other words, Mm -hmm. I like that. I really do like that. Now, since we're on the topic of souls or whatnot, do you know, and do you know the meaning why my brand is called Wavy Feet? Um, I think it's because you prefer wrinkled souls, isn't it? Yeah, and also draft the most. Yeah, and also it's because I just you know out of the fifteen years I've been in the foot community. Um, I just grew tired of the term wrinkled souls. I just really grew tired of it. I yeah, really, it's not the most sexy name. No, it's not. <laughs> and it doesn't sound cool, you know, for, you know, for toes, you know, you can call them tipsies or things of that nature. And, uh, but for wrinkled souls, there was never really a name for it. So I really thought outside the box. I said, well, wait a minute. I like yeah. wrinkled souls a lot. What is a good terminology I can use for wrinkled souls? I said, oh, aha, waves. Because if you wrinkle them up, they look like waves. They're like little tiny waves on the bottom of your feet. So that's why I called it wavy feet. Because, you know, it's not just the another name for wrinkled souls, but to me, it gives off more meaning than that. Um, that's why I always say in certain comments that, that I post under other people's uh, um, pictures and stuff, I'll say, oh, man, you're looking wavy. Or, you know, uh, or I'll say something like, you know, you know, live the wavy life. You know, wavy is carefree to me. You know, I, that, that's that's another terminology I like to use with that, too. So I use it in a little bit of mixture of everything. But for the most part, it really is another word for wrinkled souls. And I just wanted to make it sound cool. So it, it makes me really happy now since I started my page that a lot of people who follow me, including models, they'll say, oh, look at my wavy shot and all that stuff. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. People are catching on now. This is getting good. <laughs> Maybe I should just change my name to Goddess Wavy. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> I'll think about it. But no one would know who I was then. No, they really, they they really wouldn't. They really wouldn't. And um, which I'm a. This is going to go into another topic here, um, which I basically stumbled back upon you through, uh, I believe, a mutual friend between me and you, which is uh, Foot Rooks. Um, so was Rooks the one who reached out to you? Uh, yes. I haven't really done much reaching out. My philosophy is. People will find me when they find me. I'm not going to yes. go out and fish. It's just too time consuming. I don't it have time is. for that. And, you know, I'd rather earn my following myself than constantly bug people for shout outs. Exactly. It's just not that's, why I just, that's why I just normally shout people. You know, believe it or not, that's, th- this is going to trend back to what we talked about earlier. 
there's models out there that really hate when people show them love, you know, and I guess it's because they think of it as a way of someone stealing their pictures. But if they're shouting you out, tagging you in it in the story, then I see nothing but love there. Honestly, but see, I really stories, don't. Stories weren't a thing back in 2013. Really? No. Stories, if I remember correctly, stories didn't exist back then. Stories didn't start existing. And it would have to be Googled. I might be wrong. Till, I mean, 2015, 2016. Because I think... Instagram, I think, had stories first, then Facebook added them. But yeah, they did. They didn't, they didn't always have stories. And back then, it was pretty typical for shout-out pages to take content and not tag models in them. Um, yeah. So girls would get super-duper pissed. Um, and so I, I understand that. And I just think it's so funny now that with how the algorithms and stuff have changed how social media works, that yeah. you really do need shout out pages. You can't, you can't really get a decent following if you don't have people that shout you out. You don't use hashtags. You don't market on multiple platforms. You, you don't use stories. There's it's, it just makes it very hard to build a mass following. Um, so it's ironic that girls um didn't want shout outs back then yeah it is and <clears throat> to piggyback off what you said so i think you would probably agree with me after you've been back for a little while now so you've gotten a chance to see some of the changes now i've said this in past episodes i honestly and truly believe that the shout out pages in the foot community now are the backbone of the foot community because they work twice as hard as anyone else that I can even think of. They work harder than models posting content because that's all they do. And I tried to shout out things similar to what they've done. And it's hard. It's really hard because you'll start shouting and the next thing you know, you got an inbox full of DMs from random models saying, and hey, could you shout me? Offended. Could you do this? <laughs> And then girls get offended when you don't shout them out. Yes. Hold on one yes. second. Alrighty. Husband. Can you go grab the baby for me? Please. Sorry. No, you're bring good. Her, bring her to me, because if I walk in there, the other one will wake up. Sorry, you guys will have to pardon me. I am a family woman. <laughs> and we love family women. We love family women. We love families, period. <laughs> I think that's the other thing that's changed, too, is back then, um, it it wasn't really uh, very clear when women had families. And yeah. Um, it was kind of... A, it, it was kind of like shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah. If you advertised that you were married or that you had kids. No one wanted to follow you. Yeah. Um, which was super shitty because, you know, a lot of foot models, their significant others are into feet or they don't mind them sharing content. Um, so it shouldn't have been a big deal, but it was back then. That's sad. That's right. sad. 
I'm just glad now that the community now has grown more accepting of things like that. Now they, they really have. I, and me personally, I'm a family, family man myself. You know, I'm married. I've got a, I've got a son and, um, and, you know, I, I tell people that all the time and I'm not some guy that just out there just looking like, Hey baby, you see your feet or anything like that. No, I appreciate the art. and I have a huge foot fetish that I've had since five years old. Uh, but, um, but yeah, I mean, that's the thing, you know, family is everything and people need to realize that well, most of us have lives. Community is a family too. And that, yeah. I, and I, and that's why all the older models come back. That's yeah. why the original girls come back is because, you know, when it was first starting out, a lot of the original models were like me. They were in their early 20s or late 20s. And it was a way to bond with other people and make friends. And I yes. can't really speak for other girls, but I know that I personally, I have a really hard time making friends because I'm just an awkward person in general. It hey, hey, that way on my on my social media accounts, but I'm just not good at making friends. So um, for me, the foot fetish community gave me friendship and it gave me a family um, while I was going to college that it it was just something, you know, to look forward to every day, you know, to talk to the same people and hang around the same people and co and collaborate with the same people. Kind yeah. And, and, and see, uh, the thing is, I was going to try to tell you too, is that you're not weird. We're all, if that's the case, we're all weird. <laughs> so, um, it's just now it's a little bit of, become accepting of each other. And it's a beautiful thing, especially when, you know, especially when the community bonds together to say, hey, it sucks that, you know, Instagram is banning all these pages because it's just feet content. It's just not, it's not cool and it's not, and everyone bands together to say, you know what, normalize it, you know, and I love when communities get strong like that and let their voices be heard, um, especially about, you know, fighting off the, the powers that be that say this is a, this is a bad thing when it's not is completely innocent and it just happens to be one of those things where you know you gotta accept it so it's not like it's porn <laughs> it's definitely no. not porn. and i i do honestly think that that is going to change over the next couple of years and it's probably gonna piggyback off of um the free the nipple movement <laughs> yes 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 i definitely agree with you on that so, um, so now, uh, Becca, this is, uh, uh, if you've, if you've listened to some of my past episodes, we're getting into what I like to call my favorite, my personal favorite portion of the episode and part, probably the part of the episode where, um, uh, it's kind of taking a life of its own. Um, so this part of the episode is called describe the scent. Um, <laughs> oh boy. now, all right. So I'm going to paint this picture for you. Uh, and if if you haven't done it yet, um, I'm pretty sure you've done it in some kind of capacity since you've been modeling for as long as you have. Um, so the picture picture this is a very hot summer day, and you're not a mermaid, right? Now. You're yeah. you're normally walking on land. You've got on shoes, you got on socks. You're walking around for hours. Come home, you kick off your shoes. 
what's the very first whiff you get from that hot, sweaty day? Hmm. Cheese. That's a new one for the show. (laughs) (laughs) So you get cheese. Okay. Okay. Now, I knew that scent actually existed because I've heard from people who's into the smells pretty heavy that that is one particular one that they really, really like. Now, I'm diving a little deeper. You peel the socks off and you stick your nose between your toes. Does the smell change or is it the still is does the cheesy smell get a little stronger? Uh like cheese with a side of corn chip. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, hey, guys, if you've always been a follower of Becca's throughout the years and you've always wanted to know what her scent is like, it's cheese and corn chips. That's a really beautiful combination. <laughs> I think, though, it just varies on the situation. Gotcha. And I know you mentioned socks, but I have a tendency to not wear socks with my shoes. Oh, my God. Don't tell people that in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you have a lot of guys pretty much having meltdowns right now listening to this. <laughs> yeah, I don't wear socks uh, with my shoes. And uh, it actually... When I do, it actually drives my husband crazy because my socks never match. (laughs) And it bugs his OCD. So part of it is I don't wear socks, but the other half of it is I'm just too fucking lazy to dig matching pairs out of the laundry. So I say, fuck it. I hear (laughs) you. Don't wear any at all. I hear you. Just free balling. It doesn't matter. Just free balling. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) So for me... Uh, a lot of people who listen to the podcast, they know of my favorite scent. My favorite scent is the hint of vinegar. So vinegar is the that one tipping point that makes me go batshit crazy. I, I just don't know why. It's just been my preferred scent on that wonderful scent triangle of the foot fetish spectrum. Um, the, the vinegar scent is probably my favorite. Um, I haven't smelled cheese yet. I have smelled corn chips. We, I actually smelled corn chips during uh, the podcast that I did with Heather uh, before me and Heather actually shot. We did a podcast and I did an actual interactive describe the scent where I actually got to smell myself. I got to smell her feet myself. And <laughs> that was a pretty good episode. So if guys, if you're listening, go back and watch, listen to that episode. That was the first ever one. I'm hoping I get another one of those opportunities. And the the thing is is that uh she had the she had the the corn chip smell from the socks but when i peeled the socks off you got the vinegar in and i was like oh my goodness yeah there's a hint of vinegar here (laughs) and mine do that too but mine get more vinegary when i've been wearing socks gotcha or if you just sniff my shoes wow Okay. Okay. Well, um, Becca, I'm just letting you know that uh, um, if you ever wonder why you're missing shoes, you can blame the, sh- the foot fetish leprechauns of the world. <laughs> foot fetish leprechauns. I hope <laughs> leave gold behind. <laughs> Your shoes are the gold. <laughs> That's okay. I'll buy you one. <laughs> now, um, uh, on, that, on that same topic here, this is going to 
dive a little bit more into your past here. Have you ever sold any worn shoes before? Oh, absolutely. I used to sell worn items all the freaking time. Wow. Uh, my most uh, sought after worn item was panties. <laughs> I believe so, that. I used to I definitely sell believe that. socks, panties, um, flip-flops, my gym sneakers, because I went to college for um, physical education. So Interesting. Um, so my fans would buy me tennis shoes all the time because I would go through them. Beat the wow. Shit. And so then I would resell them. So I would get a gift and then I'd make money off the gift. It was a win-win. So I would sell my tennis shoes a lot. Um, don't know if I said stockings, but I sold those too. Um, and I think I even sold like um, some, this was before that one girl that sold her bath water. But I sold like someone wanted my toenail clippings. I was just about to ask you that. Yeah, someone wanted that, <laughs> and someone wanted the flakes off my feet after I, I did the exfoliation thing. So wow! Floats your boat, man. <laughs> and She's I've got also, you covered. <laughs> yeah, and I've also had people ask me to mail them breast milk before, and I'm like, uh. <laughs> How can you even do that? <laughs> It's a hundred percent doable, but I don't feel like making the effort. <laughs> you know, it's not really to me. It's not really about making the effort. It's like, why would you ask for that? She needs to give that to her babies, <laughs> <laughs> right? But it, it has happened before. <laughs> wow! 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 Learn something new every day. I'll tell you. So basically, what you did with the shoe thing is that you you know how people would flip houses and resell them. You basically flipped your own tennis shoes. Yeah. So you get a pair, you, you'll flip them, and then you'll basically re resell them. <laughs> basically. Yeah, and sometimes guys would buy me the shoes and say, hey, when you're done with these, I want the rights to buy them. <laughs> <laughs> but I said, okay. <laughs> Wow, wow, wow. So I've got a I've got a inter I got another interesting topic to bring to the table. This this is gonna make for something pretty interesting here. Now, um when it comes to, to, to polish, um what would you say is your favorite color and what is your preferred not just your favorite color, but your preferred choice to go with the, the which color option that you like the most? So um, there are a couple of colors I rotate between. The most common colors you will find on my toes are some shade of pink, some shade of red, some shade of blue. One, <laughs> three, almost 90% of the time. I'm laughing because those are all colors that are shades of a mermaid's fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the other five, or the other 10% of the time, they will be the color black. Gotcha. Um, but my favorite colors um, to do are, number one, it's like a wine berry red. I don't, I, it, it's kind of like more of a maroon, but more of like a reddish maroon. Yeah. I love that color. It looks fantastic against my skin tone. I would paint my nails that color every day if I could. 
but one needs variety to spice one's life. <laughs> so exactly. that is my number one favorite color. But my second favorite color to do would be French tips, which okay. I haven't done recently just because um, trying to do it yourself is almost always a recipe for disaster. Um, and trying to get into a salon when you've got kids and there's a pandemic going on is yeah. nearly impossible. <laughs> yeah, very, very impossible. Um, but those um, are my two favorite uh, colors, so to speak, to do. Um, and you'll also catch me running around a lot with no polish on, actually. Um, oh, okay. I do like to go all natural sometimes for weeks at a time. It just really depends. I really like how my bare nails look. It's actually one of my favorite looks, which is why French uh, is one of my favorites is because it's more of a natural nail color. Okay, Becca, hold on. I got to do something right quick. Yep. Sorry, I had to clap. I had to definitely clap. Can you guess what my favorite preferred color choice is? Just based off what I just did there. None. None. <laughs> that is my absolute favorite preferred choice there. If I had my choice to choose for every woman that, that, that mauls their feet, I always look at it like this. You have to qualify to be in this if you can go naked. Because if you can go naked, you can rock just about any damn color you like. Um, and I have a really deep meaning behind that. And I've said that all the time in my, 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 my episodes is that my preferred choice is the naked. And the reason for that being is I tend to look at things kind of like, you know, um, with that, like a woman without makeup or, you know, it's showing true beauty. To me, that's like the ultimate form of beauty. That's why I love it so much. Um, it's my favorite because I look at it like, you know, if, and I don't look at it at all the scenarios this way. It's just, you know, that that's how my mind really tends to think I'm weird like that. But, you know, I look at it like if you can do the no polish look and your feet look absolutely beautiful, then to me in my book, you've got perfect feet. So that's how I've always looked at it. I don't know if any, other, I know a few other people feel the same way that I do about it, but that's how I tend to look at it. So it really like, it really makes me sad when I'll say like, Hey, have you ever thought about, you know, not doing the polish thing? And they're like, no, I hate my feet when I don't have polish on. It's so ugly and everything. I will say, how would you know? Have you even posted to see what others think? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you never know. You may have a massive following behind that. So yeah, Some I love the no photos I ever took. Um, so I like to take photos in natural lighting. So you'll notice that a lot of my photos are usually taken outside or in front of windows. Yes. Um, but some of my favorite photos to take are when my nails are actually bare and in the grass. Yes. <laughs> this is my all-time favorite way to pose my feet. Um, but I do have several... Um, people and one of my long-term clients and really good friends he prefers nails bare um, so I have done so many so many um, photos and videos with plain toes and it's just it's just one of my favorite looks 
So. You'll have to you'll have to send me some of what yours look like without pause. I, I don't know if you've got any on your on your page right now. Oh, I posted any. I posted some um about I don't know five hours ago because I repolished my toes and I always make sure that in between polishes I snap a bunch of uh, non polished as well for people. Goes to look at Instagram right now. No, I'm kidding. I'm gonna save that for after the show. I'll look at it after the show. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's beautiful that you actually appreciate the the, the no polish look. I, I rarely hear people basically say how much they they uh, they really admire and how much they really love, it, especially hearing it from another foot model. That that there that that's major respect in my book. That's major respect in my book. Oh, um, well, thank you. Yeah, it really is, and um, um, I just think you know it's it's. It's one of those things like, you know, yeah, it may seem weird that people don't like polish, but hey, it's art. To me, it's still art if you're not wearing polish. It's another form of beauty. And, and, and hey, I'll, I'll fight anyone over it. <laughs> That's a fair, fair assessment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, so, um, so I know you kind of uh, hinted. Uh, in the beginning that, you know, you, 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 you fat, I wouldn't say fascinate, but you really love um, the mermaid life. And you've told me once before that, you know, you're a firm believer in thinking that, you know, if this was a different time period or whatnot, you would, you, you would live as a mermaid. Uh, so um, describe that to everyone in the audience uh, that's listening right now. Um, why you love mermaids or love reenacting being a mermaid so much? Um, so, uh, it kind of starts with swimming. I love to swim. I love the beach. I love the pool. Like I love water. Um, yes. So, uh, being able to seamlessly glide through water is just a super magical experience and it's very hard to describe so um when I, and i don't exactly remember when i discovered it but um thin folk productions if you look them up on instagram is one of the big tail makers out there and i yeah. admired their work loved their work wish i could afford their work um they came out with a fabric tail line that is just absolutely stunning um and if I could, I would buy all of them, but I can't because they're expensive. Um, yeah. And uh, when I saw that they were releasing a fabric tail line that was attainable at a lower price, I immediately said to myself, oh, my God, I've got to have it. So yeah. um, I've always loved the ocean. I've loved mermaids all my life. So I was like, I'm going to go buy one. So a couple of my long-term clients, because I bought this tail in between uh, my Instagram days, helped yeah. me fund a tail. Uh, so I bought one. It's called a Shipwreck Siren. It's a beautiful, uh, oceany, blue, just uh, so wonderful. And... Um, I haven't gotten to swim in it as much as I would like to, but when you're under the water and you have it on, you really do glide through the water. It, mm. it, it, it's 
it's very hard to describe, but it's magical. And, you know, people say mermaids aren't real. And I wholeheartedly disagree because as soon as you put that on, there's no freaking way that you're not a mermaid. <laughs> you, yeah. you are. And to, and to people that see you swimming in it, it looks real. Um, you know, and if I'm going to make other people's fantasies come true, I deserve to live my fantasy too. So um, it's just a hobby of mine. I also, um, before Miss, uh, I don't know if people know, but Miss Arcana's feet, one of her things she's known for is for gaming and for cosplays and stuff. And um, I always laugh because I like to say that I paved the way for that because I was the original girl that did the cosplaying and the crafting and the gaming. That was my corner of the market and what I was known for kind of deal. Um, oh, so wow. So mermaiding has become an extension of the cosplaying that I no longer have time to craft. Yeah. Um, so that's that's why it's a hobby of mine. And I, I don't know, it's just something I enjoy. And I, you know, I kind of chuckle to myself as I post a foot photo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because mermaids don't have feet. <laughs> so. You could do a tongue in cheek post one day with you wearing your, your fan and I, just say, Hey, look at here, look at my beautiful fan. <laughs> I, I do kind of plan on it. Um, a part of my selfishness wants uh, to hustle funds to fund another one. Yeah. Um, they actually have a FINFA Productions is releasing new tales on July 15th, which has been anticipated for over a year. Um, so I'm kind of hoping that, you know, I can sell enough sets and stuff to treat myself because <laughs> I'd really like to buy another one. Hey, hey, Becca, you use this use this podcast to all the all the listeners listening in. Tell them just how badly you need that you would love for them to help find you this beautiful mermaid fan you look you look. I mean, if at. they really like how I look now, they should freaking see me in a mermaid tail, because let me tell you that shit is majestic. <laughs> it really is. I folks, I've seen it. She's shown me pictures, and yeah, she looks amazing as a mermaid. She's definitely believable as a mermaid. I will tell you that much. If if you've ever had a childhood fantasy of really having a crush on Ariel, I will tell you, honestly, Ariel ain't got shit on back of <laughs> No, I'm her dark twin sister. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason why awesome. it's called Shipwreck Siren. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> got it. Run your damn wallets into the ground. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, you, you said something uh, earlier, which made me, it got me a little excited that uh, while you were talking about you being, you like to look at yourself as the original trendsetter behind um, um, pretty much uh, uh, kind of, you know, going in between different uh, aspects of social media where you said that uh, you look at yourself as the originator uh, or one of the original girls to cross over into the gaming platform to do gaming and also do cosplaying and stuff of that nature. Uh, I will tell you, you're probably like the second guest I've had that has a background like that on this show. Uh, I don't know if you follow her, uh, Lil Monroe. She's pretty cool. 
she's really really cool and she's one of the things we I don't know well, who she is. oh yeah I'll, I'll have to show i have to show you who she is she's pretty cool um she um i found out about her that she was a heavy gamer um which i'm somewhat of a heavy gamer not as heavy as i used to be trust me i'm getting back on the gaming train train here shortly uh, but uh, me and her had this little playful uh, talk about, you know, what's her preferred system. To my disappointment, she said Xbox. Me, I'm a PlayStation guy. So I've got to ask, are you team Xbox, team PlayStation, or are you team Nintendo? Um, so I think it varies on the game. Okay. Uh, my husband and I actually met at GameStop. Are you serious? Yes, and I have a gaming tattoo on my rib cage for him. So gaming has played a pretty big role in our, in um, my life. Wow! Uh, my first official game system, uh, if we're talking about normal consoles, was an Xbox 360. Um, so. I was team Xbox for a while. And back in the day, I played a lot of Call of Duty. And that was the game system that was around back in 2013 when the foot pages were first around. And I spent tons of time playing Modern Warfare 3 on my Xbox 360. And let me tell you, Capture the Flag was the shit. (laughs) Um, Wow. I was actually on the leaderboards with my um, team all the time. We were ranked um, number one, if not number two, and I was the only girl up there. So it was a lot of fun. Loved That's it. That's awesome. Um, after that, after I met my husband, uh, switched to the PS systems. And I have to say, I do like the PS systems more. So we, hey. don't, have, we don't have the Xbox uh, updated systems in our house. We have a PS4. And I like there it. There you go. So we're team PS4. But um, my favorite gaming system to use personally is the Nintendo Switch. Um, okay. Because I, the games I grew up playing as a kid were Animal Crossing, Harvest Moon, Pokemon. Um, what's the other one? Like games like that. And, yeah. Uh, PC gaming. So like Diablo. Um, so, I'm so scared to play Diablo. I've oh never God, touched it, and I'm scared to touch it. Just it's the same reason behind why I'm scared to touch. Uh, uh, wow, I'm scared to touch. Wow, it is uh, very addictive. It is my yeah. hands down favorite grinding game of all time. Um, wow, I remember when Diablo three first came out. I literally maxed out every single character with the best gear I could find in two months. <laughs> Wow. A lot of grinding, but so much fun. And I could play that game for hours upon hours upon hours upon hours. I just love it. Oh my goodness. Um, So that's one of the main games that I played a lot of um, with my recent pregnancy was Diablo 3 on the Nintendo Switch. And uh, the other game that I really, the other two games that I really love to play are Animal Crossing Mm -hmm. and Craft. I play those three games um, a lot uh, when I have spare time. Minecraft is usually for when I want to chill and relax. Yeah. Um, Animal Crossing is for when I want to play with my sisters. And then um, Diablo 3 is for 
when I just want to play a good game. And now like you said another you said another game in that mix too that I'm curious to hear about which one do you have? You said Pokemon. Which so, one do you own? So um I tried the Pokemon Go Eevee and I'm an old school gamer. I don't like the new generation Pokemons. I think the last one that I really enjoyed was Pokemon Sapphire, which was yeah. on the original Game Boy systems, and I saved all my Game Boy systems and I still play games on those. Um, but I don't like Pokemon on the new age game systems. It's just not for me. Well, you know what? I agree with you on that 1%. I've got Eevee. My wife plays Eevee. She's kind of taking it over now. Um, but me, I went and I've I invested and gave uh, Pokemon Shield a try. And to my surprise, and I'm not trying to, trying to you know, sell you on it, but... It's the best Pokemon game I've played in years. From the newer stuff, though. Yes. And um, it's not like Eevee, because what they did with Eevee, they took basically, I guess, red, blue, and yellow, and they pretty much revamped it to where when you encounter wild Pokemon, you just throw, you go all Pokemon Go style on it, just throwing Pokeballs at it to try to catch it. it. And I hate that. Yeah, I hate that. Um, but in Sword and Shield, it's pretty much just like how the games are meant to be played. You encounter wild Pokemon, you battle them with your Pokemon to their weak. You throw your Pokeball and hope to catch them. And I love that. And it's got newer and older Pokemon in this game. And I've got to get the expansion uh, pack that came out maybe two weeks ago. I've got to get it. So I've got to play it now. Um, but, uh, but yeah. I would definitely say if you if you still have a little bit of love of Pokemon in your heart, get Sword and Shield, and they have this new thing that's called um, I forgot what it's called. It's like a Pokemon something where you can transfer all your Pokemon from Sapphire, all the older games. If you still got the data, you could transfer them into it, and if they're available in the new Pokemon games, you could put them into those games as well. So be able to do that on the old systems too with the GameCube and stuff. You could yeah forth. So you could do that there. And as far as like my PlayStation games, like I will tell you, hands my favorite game that I've played so far in the past twenty to twenty five years right now is The Last of Us. Oh, I played the first one. What'd you say? I love that game. Yeah, and I was telling Lil Monroe and Nurse in, in that episode that, you know, I literally cried the beginning of that game and I cried at the end of it uh, because it, it's an emotionally driven game. And I want to play the second one so bad and I haven't gotten it yet. Um, do, you, do you play any of the Resident Evil games? I'm trying. You know what? I've got you're going to be mad at me. You're going to be very mad at me. I played the originals back in the day on my original PlayStation. Um, I'm literally looking right now. I'm going through my my bag of games, and you're going to be mad at me. I've got – where are you? I've got Resident Evil 2, the redone version of it. Um, It is literally sitting in my game bag with all my games still in this package. I have not played it. <laughs> so, my husband likes to play those horror games. 
Yeah. So um, a lot of the times I'll sit on the couch next to him and watch him play them all. But back in the day on the original systems, those were his favorite games to play. And so he buys all the new ones and I will sit there and I will watch them with him because it's like watching a movie. And The Last of Us was very similar in that um, aspect is it's like watching a tragic movie. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I, I love it. It's, and then that's my preferred, um, my preferred genre of games is action adventure. I love things with really great stories. I love open world games such as like the Fallout series. I love Elder Scrolls, Skyrim. Oh, um, Skyrim. That game's awesome. Oh, I, I, I love RPGs. I love them. And I'm waiting. I can't wait until Cyberpunk comes out. That's like my next favorite awaited game. I recommend everyone get Cyberpunk if you're a gamer. The Did new gameplay that, that the next Diablo, they're going to do an open world. Really? Supposedly. That's hmm. what saying in the trailers. And as soon as they said that, I was like, <gasps> need. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Um, Becca, you've definitely, you're definitely at the top of the totem pole now. We have a lot of great things in common. So that, that's, that, that's awesome. That's flipping awesome. Um, now, uh, this next question I'm going to have for you. Um, I know you said you're, 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 you're a fam- you're, you're a family woman and, uh, you love family and everything. Now, over the years, have you ever been approached by, um, <clears throat> anyone that asked you, like, do you do sessions? Have you ever been asked or offered to do like, uh, like model for any photographers before? Uh, have, have you had any of those questions being approached at you at any point? So I have, and I've got some fun stories. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the first thing I will say is I've always been very open about the fact that I had a foot fetish page. My entire family knows about it. My man's always known about it. My friends know about it. I have no problem telling people that I'm famous for my feet. (laughs) Yeah. So um, there have been a couple of times back in the day when I was actually recognized in public. Oh, God. (laughs) When I was out and about. Um, And I tried to pretend like I, it wasn't me, but um, they definitely knew it was me. And um, I was very nice to them and it was interesting, but I was working when it happened. Wow. <laughs> um, I helped the guy find a remote for his TV. <laughs> he was like, aren't you that girl on Instagram? And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, your feet, you have pretty feet. And I was like, uh. <laughs> Did he like ask you like right in there? Can I see him? Can I see him? <laughs> no, he didn't ask me because it was obvious who I was because I posted my face back then and I do now too. Um, yeah. I'm sure he wanted to, but the place I worked at would have frowned if I took off my shoes and waved them in his face. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely did not do that. Um, I did have people um, message me asking if they could meet up um, to take photos, but. Um, I was raised in a very paranoid family and I'm a naturally paranoid person. Yeah. Uh, So I never wanted to meet up with people because I was afraid of being kidnapped and raped. (laughs) So um, I never actually met up with people uh, to do that, which is a shame. I really wish I had. Um, And looking back in time now, 
if I could have, I would have. Uh, yeah. But uh, I'm open to it now. Uh, but we'll see where the journey takes us. Um, I have done one foot fetish party one time where I'm from. Um, it was arranged on the local Craigslist. And I don't remember how I ended up knowing about it. I think a fan told me about it that lived yeah. um, in the same state as me. He asked if I knew about a foot party that was going on in the area that I lived in. And mm-hmm. I no, he said, uh, you might want to contact them on the Craigslist ad. And um, it's a good way to make money. And I said, okay, I'll give it a try. So I showed up and I was the only girl, in my opinion, with pretty feet there. Um, (laughs) But that's what happens when you advertise on Craigslist. Half of them were broke college students who didn't have really pretty feet. And the other half were fucking strippers. Oh, Um, my God. And there was definitely some fuckery going on there, uh, offering services that were not supposed to be offered. Because when I took my money to leave, I found some people doing some things in the back that shouldn't have been doing things in the back. Um, wow. And then there was one guy uh, who uh, booked multiple sessions with me during that party. I mean, one after another, after another, after another, and spent really big money. Uh, which was why I allowed him to have multiple sessions. But the dude was a total creep and he bit me. (laughs) He bit you? Oh my God, he bit me. He bit the soles of my feet and he bit my fucking ankles. And that was the end of it for me. I said, I am never, ever doing a foot party again. I'm done. (laughs) Um, Oh my God. Oh my God. That's horrible. It was awful. It scared the shit out of me. And the guy was very... um, he wasn't rude or anything, but it was borderline like creeper obsession. <laughs> so it, it really sullied the experience for me that and finding people screwing in the back room. So yeah. um, I never did another foot fetish uh, party after that, but I'm I don't sure, blame you. I'm sure that that's not a common thing. That's just what happens when you attend a foot fetish party uh, that was created via Craigslist. <laughs> yeah, that that that's pretty bad. That is pretty pretty bad. Yeah, now, um, piggybacking off what you just said there. Now, me being a, a um, I consider myself a pretty decent photographer. Um, um, now, if we were able to put something together, is it possible that me and you could actually work together on the shoot in the future? Um. I wouldn't mind. My only problem is that I can't travel. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So people either have to come to me or they have to pay for me to come to them. (laughs) Kind of deal. But uh, as of right now, I have a five month old. So, and I'm breastfeeding. So it'll be a minute guys it will be a minute (laughs) isn't an option right now exactly exactly and hey i'm i'm one of the guys that's gonna say hey be a mom being a mom is very very important this other stuff can wait (laughs) yeah and it can't but like if you're ever in my city which i will not disclose on said podcast um I'm totally down. So you never know if you shoot me a message and say, Hey, do you want to shoot in LA? Um, 
I might say yes if I happen to live there. I might not. Um, there you go, people. <laughs> it never hurts to ask. No, it doesn't. Um, it does not. And then the one other uh, story I have is actually uh, when I was in college, some guy bought something for me off my wish list and said, hey, I go to the same college as you. Uh, can we meet up? And I said, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I actually still talk to him. He just recently got married. Um but uh, he used to really enjoy me meeting up and uh, he would take me shopping and then he would have me kick the shit out of his balls. <laughs> you know what? Uh, it, listen, <clears throat> I don't judge anyone for what they like, but I've just never, never understood that. I really never have. And, I, I, and honestly, I don't think I ever will, to be honest with you. It's just... One of those things where, like, man, I, I just don't want to hurt. I just don't, especially down there. It's not fun. <laughs> I honestly, I don't get it. But, I mean, if you're going to take me to buy two pairs of Nike shoes, a bunch of makeup, and some dresses, I mean, you want kicked in the ball? Sure. Who am I to say no? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, my God. That's just, man, I'll tell you. Uh, I will tell you. So oh, those man. those are my crazy actual in person uh, foot stories. <laughs> now I now I have an interesting title for this episode. Now we've got another storyteller. Now <laughs> I love that. I love that. Love that so much. Well, um, we're approaching the end of the the, the show here. Um, so Becca, um, for everyone listening, I know you talked about how you you're planning on doing an and only fans and everything, but um, um, to everyone listening, why don't you tell, this is your your time to actually take the floor, tell everyone what you've got working on, what you got planned for the future, things of that nature. This is your open floor to say whatever you want to tell people what you've got coming up here soon. So what you're saying is since it's an open floor, I should put my foot down. Yes, literally. <laughs> <laughs> All right, don't have to tell me twice. Um, you know, I'm just looking to post content and have a good time. If the money comes, it comes. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I'm not really too worried about it. Um, I am going to create an OnlyFans. There will be decent uh, free content. I've talked to several people asking what they like to see. Um, because for me, I am really about bringing good content to people. It's not just about the money. So there will be good free content. Um, if you ever wondered in the old days what I looked like in a cute pair of panties and a bra, uh, you might want to su subscribe because um, I am planning on doing pinup style photos for my uh, subscriptions. So uh, if you ever wondered what was underneath the freaking animal key goose, uh, there's your answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I do eventually plan to move from OnlyFans to creating my own website um, it just depends on how the following grows and what people ask for I'm I'm really not too worried about it <laughs> see that that's, that's what I'm talking about major goals major major goals I've never heard once of a model even considering to do their own 
uh, website. I haven't seen models make their own website since before the days of Instagram, where we only had message forms and um, um, message boards where women would actually say, hey, come visit my website. And they would have legitimate websites and things of that nature. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's awesome. That is very, very awesome. Um, and I, I, I hope not. I, I hope everything great turns out for you. Me personally, I'm very, very happy you're back in the swing of things. I'm glad you're still around. I'm glad you decided to come back. Um, I am personally loving every bit of your photos. I think they're fantastic. Um, and, and it's rare. I tell a lot of people this, uh, a lot of models this in particular, but you definitely have a photographer's eye. You have really, really good, uh, really good artistic photos. I love them. I definitely do love them. That comes from the cosplay background. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Just a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I used to do a lot of um, posing and stuff for photographers with my cosplays. So that's why my photos are the way they are, because I did it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So um, being that it is uh, Friday night, the time of posting this, and it's probably Saturday morning where you're at. Um, now, I have one thing. I have one request. This is just my personal request from you. Uh, we've talked about this, and uh, we talked about this in a few days. But as you know, this is Team Wavy Weekend. Um, so um, me, with you being Miss Wrinkles, um, You've got to send me some way to post up on the page and the stories and stuff. So people will know like, hey, I could pretty much say, hey, she's she's definitely wavy, guys. Give her a follow. She's awesome. <laughs> I got you, Sam. Don't you worry. <laughs> All right. I'm All right. The waves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and trust me, you would definitely get Donkey Kong surfing your waves in the story. <laughs> I tell people all the time, if you get Donkey Kong surfing the waves, that means you're definitely flipping wavy. Okay. <laughs> so, but hey, Becca, I really do appreciate you coming on to the show tonight. I, I really do appreciate it. It was nice to hear all your stories and, you know, how hear firsthand from someone that was there from the beginning uh, to how things are now change it was really nice to hear that that retrospective of things now and um i really do appreciate you coming on and like i've said before um the community is still gonna love you um i think you're gonna do great once again um and i hope nothing but the best for you i really do same to you man i super Thank you. appreciate uh you allowing me to come on to the podcast tonight i do enjoy talking to people a lot uh that's the one thing that i do a lot of uh on my platforms is i like to talk to people i enjoy it well hey if you like to do that we gotta bring you back on for a second episode dude. we definitely gotta do that we have definitely gotta do that get an get an update on things how things have turned out for you so far. We'll, we'll have to check back in with you on another episode too. All right. That sounds good to me. All right. Well, Hey guys, um, again, I appreciate you guys as always. I love you guys. Um, you know, without you guys, I wouldn't do this podcast. Um, you know, I don't generate any money. 
from the podcast. I don't put advertisements in my podcast because if I was a person listening in on the podcast, I would hate to hear a random guy talking about stuff he really don't give two shits about to tell you to go and buy or check out. I'm just not going to do it. Um, I do this for you guys because I've always loved the foot community. I've loved the foot fetish community for over 15 years. And um, this is kind of like my love letter. So um, make sure you guys listen in, tune in, follow the people I'm interviewing. And uh, most of all, and very, very importantly, stay wavy, my friends. Um, Because, you know, the wavy lifestyle is the only lifestyle to live. And that's just to be happy. Um, I love you guys, and uh, I will chat with you guys soon. All right. Bye. Bye.